Hello, hello, hello. This is Dr. Kimberly Moore, and this is a moment of faith and favor. We don't walk by sight, but we walk by faith. And this is my time with you to encourage you, empower you, and remind you just how favored you are as we build our faith together. For I have discovered that when you walk by faith, you will win because of favor. So sit back, relax, and spend the next few moments with me, and it is my hope that you will be blessed. Today I want to talk about trust, and I want to talk about it from the perspective of being able to trust God in spite of what you may be experiencing. For those of us who are believers, we just completed the whole Easter week, Holy Week, if you will, from Palm Sunday until the day of resurrection. Um, Before Jesus gets to the cross, he goes into Jerusalem to spend what we know to be his final days on earth in human flesh. Bible says as he enters into town, some of the people took off their cloaks and they began to spread them along the ground along with palm branches to prepare the way for Jesus as he enters into the city. And scripture says that they shouted, Hosanna, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And because he was also God, he knew that by the end of the week, some of those same people would be screaming, crucify him, crucify him. But he still had to go through the process. He still had to trust God's plan for his life. And he had to trust God's promise that there would be glory at the end. Listen, the fact that there will be times in all of our lives when we will all all we'll have is a promise. And you have to trust the promise that's on your life. Sometimes all you'll have is your faith. And if you don't have faith, you really don't have a whole lot to stand on. But when you need something from God that only he can provide, your faith has got to go to another level. Sometimes he will allow some things to push our faith to that next level. But when you need something that only God can provide, faith has got to be there. When you've done all you know how to do, faith has got to be there. When you've exhausted your options at the end of the day, you've got to just trust God. And when you don't have any more answers, you have to trust him. And what do you do when you don't know what else to do? You just have to keep trusting. There's no other answers. You just have to trust that he is still in control. You've got to keep trusting that he still has a plan. I know it doesn't seem fair sometimes, but you've just got to keep trusting that he's going to work those plans out eventually for your good. You may not be able to see it right now. You may not know how it's going to happen or how he's going to do it, but that's what faith is. You have to trust in what you can't see, what you can't feel, and what you may not be experiencing. Trusting that he's going to make a way, trusting that he's going to heal, trusting that he's going to deliver, trusting that he's going to um, make the crooked ways straight, if you will. When we think about Jesus as he's preparing to go to the cross, he had to be able to say the same thing. 
He had to be able to say, God, I still trust you. You, you, you got to remember that although Jesus was divine, he was also human. And because he was divine, he knew what his flesh was going to go through and what it would possibly have to encounter. He knew that he was getting ready to face the greatest and the darkest season of his life. He knew how his closest friends were going to desert him and even deny him. He knew that there would even be one in the bunch that were going to was going to betray him. He knew how his life was going to drastically change within amount in a matter of days. But why? He was only doing the will of God. He had only been in ministry for three years. He he had seen lives change. He had seen miracles perform. He had accomplished so much in such a short time. And now here he was distressed and getting ready to die an unjust death. Here he is getting ready to bear a cross that only he could bear. Now, we don't like to think about Jesus being distressed or depressed. We we think of him being the triumphant one. We think of him as the one with all of the answers and the one with the infinite wisdom and power. But there was a time, even in Jesus's life, when he did not want to be where he was. He didn't want to face the trial that was coming upon him. But even though his mind was perplexed and his spirit was in despair, he was still able to say, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. He was saying, in spite of everything I'm going through right now, God, in spite of everything that I'm facing, God, I still trust you. I trust that your will will be done. Now, even though Jesus was going through the trial of his life, he still had to call upon his father. He had people walking with him and praying with him, but he knew he had to call on the Father. He was at a place in his life where he had to pray like he had never prayed before. Luke, the gospel according to Luke said that he prayed so hard that he broke out in the sweat and the sweat was like drops of blood coming from his brow. Listen, there'll be times in all of our lives when we will experience our own guest enemy. There will be times in all of our lives when we'll feel lonely and we'll feel, feel all by ourselves. There will be times when we'll be distressed because of the circumstances in our lives. Jesus experienced one of his loneliest times at the Garden of Gethsemane, and he prayed, God, please, if it's your will, let this cup pass from me. What cup was he talking about? The cup is a symbol for a person's destiny in life that's prepared by God. But Jesus prayed for this cup to pass from him. Some translations read a bitter cup. A bitter cup would symbolize trials and hardship. Jesus knew that he was getting ready to face what he was getting ready to face. And so he says, God, if it's your will, take this one away from me. And what I need you to understand is that sometimes we'll all find ourselves drinking from some sort of cup. We're living in a time when everybody's dealing with something. I believe this past year with COVID and this pandemic that it has been for some of us one of the darkest seasons of our lives. And so that season has brought about a lot of cups we've had to drink from, some from sickness and some from hurt, some from loneliness, some from feeling deserted, some from just feeling like we're in this thing all by ourselves. 
sometimes, you know, people may say, well, that's not my that's not my story. Well, if your cup is filled with sugar and spice and everything nice, then OK, maybe this one's not for you. But for somebody that may be dealing with some kind of bitterness in their cup or some kind of anger in their cup or some kind of grief or sickness in their cup, some kind of disappointment or despair. Maybe it's suffering, maybe it's a lack. But the real question is, how are you going to deal with it? What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do if God doesn't take it away right now? I don't know about you, but I still trust God. (laughs) I trust that if he doesn't take it from me, He's got to drink it with me. And I know if God is in it, eventually, some way, somehow, it's going to work out for my good. And so I still trust him. I still trust his plan. I still trust his purpose. And I still trust his will. I encourage you just to begin to make that declaration today. God, I still trust you. Thank you so much for spending a moment of faith and favor with me. It is my prayer that you've been blessed by our time together. For more information, you can find me on all social media platforms at Kimberly Moore or Pastor Kimberly Moore or on my website at www.kimberlymoore.org. Just remember, no matter what it looks like, we continue to walk by faith and not by sight. And some way, somehow, we will win because of the favor of God that's on our lives. God bless you.